afford to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. This is Pat Francis and my uh, lovely co-host. Gary Lucy over here, and uh, we're also joined by... Matt Belknap. Yay! The gang is back together again. <laughs> Pat, when you made it out to Indio, was your tent still there at uh, Coachella? Uh, you know it was, but there was some graffiti on it. <laughs> oh no, what did it say? It said Foreigner sucks. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so they must have known it was my tent. Oh, well, actually, good. it's foreigner. It's a foreigner tent. Oh. <laughs> it has their logo on it. So I, I got, in all honesty, the person just wrote sucks underneath it. <laughs> so, uh, not well, a hate crime. Yeah, not <laughs> a hate crime. My sticks tent, you know, was in the dry cleaners. So. Are you going back out this weekend for round two of Coachella? Or, or uh, no, I'm not going to go out this week. You know, I'm uh, all Coachelloed out. Once bitten, twice shy. Oh, uh, great white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, this is. Uh, I was going to play uh, that new uh, Silver Sun pickup song, but you know, go go to the internet. You could hear it. Their album comes out May eighth. All of those guys. I did want to play this song though. This this song encapsulates everything that I think music is about today. It's got the auto-tune bullshit. <laughs> okay. It's got, uh, you know, some rap. It's got, like, a big hook. It's got that um, kind of mastered-for-earbuds sound where it's, like, it's like kind of, like, widescreen, right, like right. thin. So, wait, know? so you like this or you don't like it? I fucking love it. Okay. And, it's, <laughs> and, and it's, got a, it, it's got a lot of... Uh, the description kind of led yeah. me to believe that you weren't going to enjoy it. <laughs> I hate that I love it. It's got a lot of casual swearing. It's Preston's favorite song, and he just laughs every time he hears it. Oh it's called... Uh, because of the swearing? Because of the swearing. It's called Ass Back Home by uh, Gym Class Heroes featuring Neon Hitch. Let's see what you think of this. It's catchy as hell. Oh, it's so sexy, y'all. Uh. I don't know Knew this type of life didn't come with instructions So I'm trying to do my best to make something out of nothing And sometimes it gets downright shitty In fact, when you call it now, I don't even know what city I'm at Or what day of the week in the middle of a month and a year It's like, it's like profane sentimentality <laughs> Like, get your ass back home <laughs> but, you I know, fucking miss you, dog I miss you so bad, dog <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we Get your bitches back in their britches. <laughs> what? Did I just write that? I, I, full, I t- truly do not understand what or who Jim Class Heroes is or are. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, they came out with that song with Adam Levine. Right. And I didn't know that it was – He's. I was like, is this a, just a side project of his or is someone just sounding like him? And I thought it was a band, but is it a rap group? What the fuck are they? Um. Yeah, and then the, they, they, had, they were part of that – Cobra Starship thing too that uh, I think they might just now you lost me a loose uh, you know the uh, uh, snakes on a plane mm-hmm. uh, uh, thing anyway uh, they might just be a loose collective of, uh, of athletes of assholes <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate we just try to keep you know that's that's part of what we do here keep you what's uh, keep you up with uh, what's going on in the world that, of music that, that Adam Levine he's he's got moves like Jagger mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Bianca Jagger 
<laughs> but uh, savvy businesswoman. You know, it's, it's Adam Levine or Bianca Jagger. Both. Okay. He's no, actually he's cool. The uh, uh, you know. Uh, we did our uh, parenthetical song. Songs have crazy titles, you guys. <laughs> Let's face it. They do. <laughs> Sometimes they're not even called. Premise alert. Premise alert. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they're not even called what the uh, what the uh, you know what the, what the lyrics would suggest. Sometimes songs have no lyrics at all, what? but they but they still need a name. Okay. So uh, this is going to be uh, this is a new game called uh, Name That Instrumental Tune, and okay. you guys are going to participate, and you didn't even know it. I gave you no heads up on this. Name that instrumental. So you're just going to you're not going to play anything for us. You're just no, gonna- I'm just going to sing it like they used to do on Name That Tune, when, and and when they would get to the part that said the words, they would just say la la. But we're just going to la la. So this is a song with words, but you're not going to sing the words. No, this is a song with no words. It's but I'm just going to sing the riff. He's going to hum it. Okay. All right, let's then, do it. Then whoever gets it right has to do the next one. So kind of. Be I'm with so. you, Pat. It's a little weird that on this episode he's he, we have a bunch of instrumental songns right. queued up and yet he Ixnay, insists on, on the theme we're trying to see the away. description in their iTunes <laughs> that's true there's no mystery I know right. it is. okay so for example uh if I was to say I know what this song is, but I can't think of it. See, it's hard to know because it's an instrumental. And you might not give me answer that you want me to. No, it's that's got lyrics. It's no, that's that was Frankenstein. Oh, okay. Well, how do you know what this game? What if what if you're covering songs that I might have in my that I'm going to play today? Well, that's a chance I'm I'm willing to take. Okay. Okay. How about this one? Oh, that's Gary Glitter. Yeah, it's uh, rock and roll. Rock and roll part one. Rock and roll part two? Yes, it's correct. <laughs> rock and roll part two. Okay. All right, Matt, what do you got? Uh, what, me? What? Yeah, yeah. He, said, yeah, he just forced this yeah, game on yeah, us. Like, I'm supposed right. to come up with a thing <laughs> off the top of my head. You're right. You have to think uh, of a thing of a okay. song. Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't see that part of the game coming. Usually yeah. you just run it and we're just dummies <laughs> just sitting here out. trying to guess things. <laughs> just, yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, Tequila. Okay, that does have a word in it. But. No, that's okay. That's fine. We, we actually discussed that. We discussed it if it had like... 90, 98% okay. instrumental. All right, here's this, mine. That's it? Yeah, that's it. NBC? That's theme from Breaking Bad. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, you got to go the dong. Tingling, Isn't there a little tingling? <laughs> there might be a little tingling. I get tingly when I hear it. That's that I know we're going to be cooking meth, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that opens up a whole new world. How about, um... Near, 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 near. Twilight Zone? Near, 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 Theme from Twilight Zone? This is Jim Rockford. Leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was more like. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> sort of the same. Just two two versions of the same. Oh, what about <laughs> Miami Vice? Yes. Oh, yeah, Done. Yeah. Theme from you Miami win. Vice. Night Court. That's no. Close. That's Barney Miller. Barney yeah, Miller. Barney Miller. It's, <laughs> it's almost the same song. That's great. That's Michael Anthony from Bay Now Island. we're veering oh, off into a whole different episode. With yeah, we are. TV yeah, that's so let's jump into this one. Let's then. go. Okay. I think we're doing. That game is. As, uh, oh, my game's. Do you have any later. more? Do you have no, any that, more? No, I, w- I was just flying you, by. You, thought, you thought we would be I like take pulling instrumentals out of our asses? Take that's hard to do. It's hard to just think of an instrumental riff. That's true. I know that now. I realize that. <laughs> but at the time, it's Anyway. I'll do this real quick. Then we'll jump in. I'm gonna. Um, we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna promote a quick website. Oh, There's a, I don't know if I've ever promoted this website before. It's called uh, Vintage Vinyl News, 
and it's got uh, all your uh, classic rock artists on there. But uh, not just not not metal and hard rock. It's got everyone. It's got uh, you know, it gives you news about uh, Tony Bennett, and it gives you news about uh, you know anyone, uh, Jethro Tull to Willie Nelson to everyone. And it's Vintage Vinyl News. It's a great website. There's set lists on there from recent shows, and it's it's great. You can go there daily and get to all your Vintage Vinyl News uh, news. You get some uh, free MP3s on there sometimes. Mm, I can't forget promise. it. I can't promise that. No, okay, no, well, that's but uh, well, but there's a web, there's a website of the week for you. Vintage Vinyl, vinyl vintage News. Vinyl News. And I spell vinyl every t- wrong every time. It's V I N Y L. But sometimes yeah. I'll go. Is it V Y? Is Y first or is it the I? Let me see. There's got to be a good way to uh, remember that Y before I, and I don't know why. <laughs> that's pretty good. Y before I, and I don't know why. I'll take it. No, okay. but the Y isn't before the I. That's right. It's not. You so just confused just him a hundred times more. Oh, then I then I just I've been spelling it wrong all these years. It's V I N I before Y, except after Psy. Psy <laughs> <laughs> no. Kernan, leader of the fix. <laughs> if you Google it in there, they'll correct it for you. So you don't even know have to know how to spell anymore. Oh, that's good. Uh, oh, because it, is it, is it uh, record store day this week? I think that's April 26th. I yeah, think. that's uh, this week, isn't it? Or is that next weekend? Yeah, I think it's next weekend. No, anyway, it's coming up. These must be heady times for vinyl news. That's all, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, so getting back to this week's show. This week's show is, uh, uh, for me, when I listen to music, I'm, uh, I love lyrics. So this is a weird show for me because we are doing uh, our favorite instrumental songs. And at first I thought when I was looking up, I'm like, oh, I, I know two off the top of my head and I have no idea what the other ones will be. But... I did find some that I like. So uh, I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go, Gary? I'm ready to go. And if you think of one that you don't have, I'm willing to sing it. Okay. <laughs> so just, uh, you so know. So that's it. Is that a plus? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to let you start first. Okay. Unless uh, you want me to start first. Uh, I will start with, uh, now uh, everybody loves the. Uh, Raymond? They do love Raymond. And they lo- uh, uh, one of the great rock instrumentals of all time, uh, Green Onions by Booker T and the MGs. Maybe it's uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Maybe it's on your list. Uh, but maybe they're less familiar with the sequel. And this isn't a joke. <laughs> Blue it's, Peaches. No, it's called a. Uh, it's called Mo Onions. <laughs> oh, it is a sequel. Yeah. Mo Onions. Check it out. Uh, this is sounding familiar. <laughs> it's a sequel. It is. You got to start with the familiar. <laughs> This is equivalent to the Hangover 2. <laughs> I didn't like it quite as much, but it's okay. Yeah. What, did they just take it up half an octave or something? <laughs> very little work went into this. <laughs> I can't wait to hear even Mo onions. <laughs> Too many onions. This is back when, you know, they, they probably had to have a new single out every six weeks or something. Yes. They're... On Benny's, they're working out a breakneck pace. This is all they got. Mo onions. The kids can't get enough of these onions. Make mo, mo onions. <laughs> that's the record executive. <laughs> all, right. all right, that's my opening salvo on the instrumental show. Top do, that. Do you guys have anything that might include some grilled onions? <laughs> I would accept a blooming onion, even though that's not going to be invented for another ten or twenty years. And you know, uh, there was actually a hip hop version of this called Raps, mo, onion, rap, mo Onions More Problems. Onions <laughs> More Problems. That's better than I had. Never mind. I was going to say Rap Scallions. <laughs> That song made me wow. tear up. <laughs> anyway. Boy, this this couldn't be further from Mo Onions. Yeah. This uh this is from Judas Priest. Oh. Oh, yeah. And this uh this is the track that opened up uh the 
Screaming for Vengeance album. We're going to hear the entire thing because it's 42 seconds long. All right. Listen Boy. to The Hellion. I hope the lawyers aren't <laughs> listening. <laughs> a little repetitive kind of sets the stage for screaming for vengeance goes right into electric eyes so ready to rock right now (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) fire i gotta assume they opened the show with that just you know the lights and the smoke but they'll do they do it for like 17 minutes rob Rob halford comes out on a motorbike (laughs) with a with a with with i don't forget i was gonna say something else so wait but is the Waving song rainbow flag the song that that goes into is it the same riff or is it no so, it goes okay. you're lucky because i was about to call yeah. some bullshit on you no no, no. Okay. it goes i should have i should have i should have added electric eye but that's 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 it that's it has its own title it's its own okay. track all right so the hellion the hellion that's also on the cover of screaming with vengeance the the eagle that's on the front, that's the Hellion. Oh, that's the Hellion? Yeah, so be very afraid. I think I had that Chewbop. I definitely had British <laughs> Steel Chewbop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, lo- we're like talking about uh, Chewbops. The Chewbops. Yeah. The Hellion is my favorite Edgar Allan Poe sequel, <laughs> sequel poem. <laughs> I like Mo Hellions. <laughs> <They wrote. laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, I've, I've been, I don't know how I made it 41 episodes without talking about Quasi. When it, maybe like the group I've seen the most times, my f- just awesome band. They're... Um, uh, here's the deal with them. Uh, they they uh, predated White Stripes. It's an ex husband and wife duo. It's uh, Sam Coombs on electric piano, and and it's uh, Janet Weiss on drums, who went on to fame and fortune and Sleater Kinney and Wild Flag. So and all the songs are about like love is a lie and women woman you ruin my life and she's sitting right there. You know? <laughs> but, uh, Yikes! Uh, so maybe maybe I'll I'll Passive get aggressive much. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they're they're still friends. They still make music and everything. But you know it's just naked emotion. Just uh, which we won't hear of in any of in this song. But maybe like when we have a Q episode or something like that. This is uh, uh, the first song off their first album. It's called Two Hounds, and it goes like this. Yeah, this sounds familiar. I, this must have been in a show or a movie or a trailer, maybe. I wonder. It seems like it would be good for a Volkswagen commercial or something. Or yeah. People trying to load a couch into a <laughs> cabriolet. Or, uh, Is this Mo Onion Rings? <laughs> <laughs> he was on The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> So in strict instrumental terms, doing ooh sounds is okay? You know, we talked about that. I Uh, think it's okay. I think it's okay. Like, the voice as instrument. I was trying to stay away from anyone, like, saying an actual word. Yeah. Although there was a a police um, instrumental called Regatta de Blanc where they go, yo, 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 and I... I, It was fine. I didn't didn't Uh, include it because I wanted wanted to be... uh, You didn't include it mostly because it sucks. Well, no, because (laughs) I wanted to be pure. You're so strict. So, uh, hey, this next song is from 1962, but really came into the public consciousness in 1994 uh, through uh, a director named Quentin Tarantino. This Ah. is Dick Dale and the Deltones. 
I don't even, he's like, not even mic'd necessarily. I stand corrected. That could be like the drum mic picking him up. You might have been telling the engineer to up, up, up the the volume. (laughs) Has there ever been a a better needle drop in a movie than this song in Pulp Fiction? This is rock solid approved. Fucking awesome. I would say the the piano outro of Layla in Goodfellas yeah, and, and this are now, two of the greatest. Can you do me a favor? Can you go to the tail end of the Hellion and let it go right into Miserloo and let's see what that sounds like? <laughs> sure. I actually whispered to Matt, you got to drop the Hellion, stop it at a dime or else. Eh, doesn't work. It's a little choppy, but... A little choppy. A little choppy, almost. Sound like a Gary edit. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> that stinks. Number two to you, buddy. <laughs> Those uh, surf songs often, like, you know, they'll say, wipe out, or some kind of word, right. so, so people know what yeah, to yeah, ask yeah. for. Here, here is, I think, an, an, an ingenious solution to that problem. Oh, no. Uh, that uh, <laughs> that they, they figured out how to convey the essence of the song without actually saying the word. All right. And uh, it's a little uh, surf number by Gary and Larry called Garlic Bread. And uh, see, see if you could hear, see if you could pick up on how they convey the... Uh, Are you the Gary and Gary and Larry? I wish. Hey, listen to this. You and Storch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Listen to this master. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Get up and do the garlic bread, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Butter it up. Butter it up. Hey, I wonder what uh, the early 90s John Lovitz character, the, the critic, would say about this song, Garlic Bread. <laughs> what would he say? Garlic bread? It stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you, a lot. I mean, you, you, did you make up your list when you were at Olive Garden? Mo onion. You got <laughs> garlic bread and endless what's going salad on? bars coming up. <laughs> Quasi song, uh, endless breadsticks. Let's go. Uh, we are gonna we're gonna jump into uh, my number three. I'm pretty sure that uh, Sharon Houston loves this album. I oh, think really? This is one album she likes. This is uh, from Journey Evolution, and this is uh, this is just, just a majestic. <laughs> oh, the majesty of majestic. <laughs> Not actual, not an actual word. <laughs> Steve Perry couldn't keep his yap out of my instrumental. <laughs> Get yeah. out of here. I was going to say, how the fuck did they keep him out of the studio that day? He's in the other room and he just looks at the producer. 
turn on my mic. <laughs> but don't, but, but turn down Neil's headphones. You know, turn on my mic. It sounded kind of like uh, uh, like Warner Brothers Sound Library. Like, we need something majestic for this. <laughs> oh, okay, I know. <laughs> for yeah. this scene. That, that should be the song that plays in Soarin' Over California, that thing. <laughs> oh, that yeah. ride to California. Oh, that, right, yeah. <laughs> that thing terrifies Preston. He can't, like, really? comprehend. Oh, it's so cool. It's so me. cool with it. that orange uh, spray, sprays in. Oh, it's, that's good. So he's ridden it before? Just the once. Never again. <laughs> Did he cry on it? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that sucks. You yeah. can't, then he ruins your good time. But that's that's kind of like what California is, though. <laughs> Kids <laughs> ruining your good time. Some days you wake up and cry. You go, oh, look where I live. <laughs> um, so Journey, Bay Area group. Here's, a, here's yep, another. Neil Sean, uh, great guitarist. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's he, amazing. I mean, whether uh, you like that music, he's, he's a good musician. Great mustache. He's got it all. The uh, this is this is another guy who lives in the Bay Area. He's he's actually from. Uh, he was in this uh, seminal uh, uh, power pop band from uh, D.C. in the late seventies, early eighties, called the Neighbors. And uh, but now um, he, he he put out an instrumental album this year uh, called John Mormon's Flotation Device, <laughs> and it's John Mormon. And this song's called uh, Stay Inside. Check this out. This is neat. All right. Tasty, right? That is nice. Yeah, hold hold on, like cool themes like that. It kind of puts you in the mind of like the shadows or cry for a shadow, the Beatles or whatever. Yeah. I like that a lot. Very nice, John Mormon flotation device. And instrumentals are hard to find in iTunes because you just got to know. You just got to know. You got to go. Oh <laughs> yeah. boy, you can't like can't uh, type in instrumental. Sir, sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. Yeah, in, yeah. in 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 in. Uh, but usually that's, it's just because it's a it's a non instrumental song and that's the instrumental version. Right, that's you're right. They, put it, they denote that. That's, that's why you true. need that Surrey. You say Surrey by. And then it finds it for you. And then it says the abortion clinic nearest you is. What? No, no, Siri, you've gone too far. You're not talking about Tom Cruise's daughter, right, Siri? No. Oh, that bitch editorializes. As I look at my list, there is there is no more classic rock list that I've ever had on this show than this one today. We're jumping into 1969 from Led Zeppelin II. And this is a song about my penis, Moby Dick. (laughs) (laughs) There she blows. Good good cowbell song. Sure it is. See now, Robert Plant didn't have to be in the studio going, ah, 
He's out <laughs> doing something with a groupie and a fish. And a fish. They were waiting on him. <laughs> I just say every, every year I, I try to read like one big long book that I never read before, like a classic. And Bible? Or, like the Bible or something. But though the, the uh, four or five years ago was Moby Dick. That is a good damn book. That has, it's, like, it's like funny. It's adventurous. It's kind of racy in some parts. There's a little boring bits, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's good. And there's a, whale, a, lot of, a lot about whales in there. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if you knew that. <laughs> See, instead of reading that book, I just watched that TV show about whales. Oh, whale wars! Whale yeah, wars. yeah, it's the same thing, right? A oh, uh, lot of lot of uh, free freelance whales on there from the other uh, They can't staff up whales now. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, calls back to the. Gary, can I can you hand me your key for one second? Oh, here you go. Why don't and you, you? And then you can just ignore pets. what ignore what I'm doing. And you are you going to steal his car? Pets What's stealing happening? my car. It's the perfect crime. This uh, this would be a good time for Pat to leave because he's going to hate this. Because we had the, we had this discussion about like is. Is like any kind of words? Is that kosher in the Innocent Metal Show? This is a guy named Esquivel who, uh, like, the, the human voice was a big part of the Esquivel instrumental sound. It, there'd be a lot of, like, zoo, zoo, za, zaz, and kind of like that. <laughs> he uh, he oh pioneered boy. a genre called Space Age Bachelor Pad music in the uh, 60s. And, uh, and uh, Space Age Bachelors, they got a lot of expensive high-fi equipment, right? So they want to show off the stereophonic qualities of their music. So, okay, so get ready for a lot of stereo. And get ready for a lot of the human voice as... As an uh, instrument. As an instrument and as kind of like, almost as percussion in a way. So. And as talking and saying words. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Rhyming I'll, couplets in a chorus. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll allow it. This is uh, his version of Who's Sorry Now? Esquivel. <laughs> Can I get a ruling from the judges? I, well, it's... <laughs> I mean, it's... Maybe an instrumental. It's definitely not a good song. What? <laughs> Outrageous. Is she saying oink, oink? Kind of like boing, boing. Boing, boing. <laughs> sorry. Is she apologizing for the song? <laughs> That's a, that brings up a good question, though. Like, what if those were all samples? Would oh. Then it would be... Would it be an instrumental? Because it's not like a live vocal. We are in a whole new world now. Oh, yeah. What about that... Oh, that Todd Rundgren album where it was all... Uh, yeah, what is that called? Uh, it's acapella. A, acapella, yeah. yeah and he, uh, there's no instruments on it. He, mm. he mimics all the instruments with his voice. But there's some instrument. There's some non-singing tracks on it. That's right. Oh, if only we we'll save that for our Todd is God show. Yeah, that's coming up. Um, hey, this is uh, Classic Rock 101 with instrumentals and Pat <laughs> Francis. This is uh, 1975 from just a great electric light orchestra album and no one's ever said that in a sentence <laughs> but this is from face the music this is called fire yes. on high nice whenever i hear something like this i imagine like Brent Musburger by yes. hyping up the final <laughs> yep. four or something. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely... Not Wildcats of Kentucky. <laughs> or they're going to get ready to talk about the Olympic Games. Yeah. Yeah. 
hey, there's some orchestra music. Oh, yeah. Boink, boink, what? From the backwoods of Oregon, <laughs> Steve Prefontaine. <laughs> in the fourth quarter, Joe Namath, Joe Willie Namath comes in. The frozen tundra. <laughs> that is fire on high from Face the Music. Love yellow. It's got a, a, an electric chair. It's got actually an electric light orchestra chair on the cover. <laughs> That's right. And uh, did you know Brad Garrett is sitting in it? If you look, <laughs> we've been over that. Uh, right yes, times. Brad Garrett's in the back of the Discovery album yeah. from ELO, and he's really? eighteen. Long time listeners know that. Fun fact: they do. <laughs> Long time, first time. <laughs> uh, here's a, here's like a little uh, couplet. Uh, this is uh, we're going to stick with the uh, smooth '60s jazz. This is this this one if. There's about about ten jazz albums probably that belong in the CD rack of the gods, and this is definitely one of them. Uh, straight out of Stockton, California, the jazz capital. Now this jazz that you talk about, this yeah. is when four guys get in a room and they all play something different. <laughs> More or less. Right? Okay, just to clarify. <laughs> let's let's hear a little bit of uh, Dave Brubeck, uh, Take Five, from the Time Out LP. Goes a little something like this. Oh, I know this tune. Yeah, everybody, yeah. Yeah, it's everybody does. It's probably in a commercial in the last few years, I feel like. <laughs> this would be the equivalent of playing In the Mood. I mean, everyone knows it. Time out. Every song is uh, in a different time signature, hence the name. It's, uh, it's math rock, in a way, before math rock was seen. So, uh... Uh, 30 years later, uh, another great band out of uh, Stockton Pavement did uh, their little tribute from uh, Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain. This is kind of in- inspired by that song. It's uh, called Five Minus Four Equals Unity. Take it away, Pavement. This has a awesome uh, Space Age sound effect. Oh. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's some she's so heavy guitar licks uh, coming up here in a second. <laughs> Pavement on rock solid. I like that. That's cool. Words fail on the instrumental show. I can't believe I didn't think of in the mood because I know as everyone knows that, but I do. I do dig that in the mood. I like that in the mood. I like that. Uh, what do you like that? Sing, sing, sing. Yeah. Hey, we're playing the game again. Hey, do yes, you like are. that song that goes? <laughs> oh, okay. How about this one? Oh, oh brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that called Jessica? What's that called? I don't know what your version is. He'd be, anyway, anyway. I like the original. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> I like the original. <laughs> I keep trying to sell this game. So no not, one's going to like this shit. So, you know, most of your games are good. I'd say I'd say 30% of your games are good. And uh, no, I'd say most of them are good. This one, does, I didn't. I'm this a, is, I'm this a is a little flawed. This needs a little, you need to go back to the drawing board. You need to rework your one sheet and then come in and pitch this <laughs> thing. I'm going to go back to the miners, work mm-hmm. on a swing. This is, uh, look, we, we've had Zeppelin and, and Journey, and why wouldn't we have The Who from Tommy Sparks? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Fred Musburger could probably talk over this, too, maybe. 
Maybe? Hmm. Possibly. This is like for a game two situation. That's true. <laughs> the Phillies need to come back strong. <laughs> a lot of percussion going on here. It's Mike Myers on drums. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. Couple oh, instrumentals on. Uh, I heard a little. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said cue that. That's down. why he's trying to get it down before. Yeah. You... Cue it down. Cue it down before you hear Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple instrumentals point. on Tommy. Overture. Do you think they have bands have instrumentals because they can't think of words, or do you think that? Do you think it's? I think I mean, in the case of the Tommy stuff, that was yeah. that was. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Did the fire on high? Was there no music? They uh, words they can come up with. What if they just went fire on high? <laughs> what? Uh, oh, you know, doesn't the Wagnerian chorus come in on the? Oh, they might, they might, and miserably, yeah. obviously, there there could be no lyrics to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it like stanzas. Yeah, that stanzas. As does this song. I think this is from. Uh, if you remember back, I think to episode three or something. Our, our great undiscovered albums. This was my uh, my all time favorite undiscovered album, Lolita Nation by. Game theory and buried deep on the side four of that masterpiece was this uh, thing, which is kind of like an indie rock take on a on a Mike Post theme. It's called uh, "Choose Between Two Sons." See what you think. Right. For like a cop show called like. Cain and Abel or something. I was thinking more like a movie about a kid who beats asteroids. <laughs> <laughs> or that, or that. He's on level 99! What's gonna happen? I, I was thinking this would be the theme to one of those Dirk Diggler movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Dirk, I just got a synthesizer. Listen to this. <laughs> that's really great. That's that's really great. Yeah, actually, I, I was at Amoeba this week and uh, I found a copy of Lolita Nation, and that used to be akin to like finding two hundred dollars in the street. LP or CD? It was a CD, like LP you could get, but CDs like yeah, it was like. A, and then did uh, you buy it? I bought it How for uh, fifteen, and I uh, threw it up on eBay. And then like, oh, that's right, people don't wait buy minute, things anymore. Wait a minute, you you bought it, burned it. Well, no, I, I've already has. Oh, I've you had it. Burned, oh, so you just bought it to, on to pure re- speculation on the resale value, which is jerky thing to do. So what I think I'm going to do is. Uh, I'm going to find somebody like on the game theory board and like like benevolently well, gift it. How long did you list it for? Just one seven day? It's actually on right now, but yeah, one seven day period. But uh, did you actually look to see if anyone else was selling it? There was somebody else, some other jackass was selling one for like 120 bucks. Buy it now, but I put my you know. It's I, so funny. I just did the, the yeah. not the same thing, yeah. but I have a I have a Kiss single CD single that was only. It was only uh, at uh, at Blockbuster Music when Blockbuster oh, wow. Music was, and it's got a live version of New York Groove that Eric Carr plays drums on. And uh, <laughs> and I, I looked at, I'm like, uh, I don't really need this. Uh, it's got uh, one song, and then there's a greeting from the man. Hey, welcome to Blockbuster. Yeah, you want some music? You got to go Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever it says. <laughs> so I look on eBay. There's one guy selling it for like. Two hundred and ninety nine dollars, oh, and I, so I put mine up for uh, twenty nine bucks and uh, no takers. Oh no! no but I love the guy that thinks, yeah, this is worth three hundred dollars. No, it isn't. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's but uh, I always like to. I under so I undercut so low that if someone looks it up and goes, God, the guy wants. T- 
two hundred. That guy wants twenty. I'll yeah, just buy this one. Buy that he one. must be onto something. Then I'll sell mine for one hundred and fifty. <laughs> it's a profit <laughs> like deal. Gary Lucy, <laughs> exactly. But so uh, anyway, but so kids don't uh, don't do that. Uh, let's go into. We're going to get into it right now. Some classic prog rock. It's a band I don't even really like. I like this song. I like a song called Lucky Man. I like a song called Touch and Go. <laughs> but uh, this is Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. This is a, some nine-minute uh, bullshit. Uh, but I, I, found, uh, I found the nice little part, uh, fanfare for the common man. Sure. This is some prog rock bull crap. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> If you ever see these guys on, on, on live anywhere on YouTube, no, don't go see them. <laughs> but Keith Emerson like beats his keyboard player around, keyboard around, like knocks it over and uh, plays it while it's down. And that's a show. Then they go to back make to the up ro- for how incredibly pussy this music yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> then they go back to their rooms without getting laid. <laughs> Well, this is, a, this is a classical piece. This is... Uh, this is. This is a, they didn't write this. Yeah, this is just their interpretation of it. Uh-uh. Maybe my Frenchy father-in-law would like this. <laughs> Who did you ever hear Fenfer of the Common Man? <laughs> I can't think of the name. Rodeo and um, Beef. It's What's for Dinner. It's the guy who wrote that thing. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, I can't think of his name. That might be the worst song on our entire <laughs> playlist today. Mine and yours. Oh, hold on. I'm, I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but this... Uh, I close uh, out strong, though. I promise. <laughs> I'm closing out with... Uh, I was... We uh, talked about TV themes earlier, and um, and I was... And there's so many good ones, but I thought, you know what? Uh, maybe the best, most rockinest one of all, from the album Dim the Lights and Chill the Ham, it's uh, Shadowy Men on, on a Shadowy Planet with Having an Average Weekend. Name that show! I <laughs> Kids in the hall. Right. And who, who plays this? They're called Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet. Awesome. Did they? That's nice. They did some new episodes, right? In Canada or something? They did a, a weird, like, um, series. It wasn't, it was the Kids in the Hall cast, but it was sort of like a spoof on a, like, a murder mystery or something. Oh, are like you sure that. that wasn't just a Dave Foley intervention show? That they did? <laughs> I, I guess what I was saying. It, it, it was not, um, it was not sketch. It was like a, a, a narrative, like a six part. Oh, okay. Mini-series, I, almost. Oh, right. I see. Well, still, I, I bet it bears watching. But yeah, I mean, if you like... Because, like, Brain Candy, is, it was probably more like Brain Candy, where there's, like, a, some storylines woven through, right. but a lot of just sort of just nonsense. Sketchy things. Now, that's a movie, that Brain Candy. That was, that was one of my most yeah. exciting Hollywood things ever was... Uh, it's 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 complicated circumstances why this happened, but one time, uh, Scott Thompson uh, took a cab to my house, like, deep in the valley, and uh, <sighs> to watch... Dan- uh, so you think you could dance with your family. And he brought a big box of plums with him. Hey, are you friendly with Scott Thompson? Like a friend of a friend situation. And uh, well, He know. came to your house with that friend or just 
Uh, he came. He came solo that time. Yeah. So that he just really wanted to watch him dance. Some, some. So you think he could dance with some big fans? <laughs> so, no, that's cool. It was he, fun, yeah. he brought plums. He bought plums. Yeah. Nice. Nice fella. I thought he would have brought like a baked good. Uh, yeah, maybe. But you know, he's in a cab, so maybe. Yeah, that's true. Maybe just maybe there was like somebody selling plums on the, on the way. Or something. <laughs> Took a cab from his house to your place. It's a sixty dollar cab ride. I, I I don't know why it happened, but maybe it was, you thought it was, parking was going to be tough around your house. <laughs> There's plenty of free parking. <laughs> anyway, so that's I'll take the, this opportunity to plug. That was one of my favorite Never Not Funny episodes. Is with Scott Thompson. He, he's so funny and hilarious. just great stories. He's great on um, Larry Sanders. The he's, ways he's back, a few great. seasons back. Yeah. But go check out the archives. It's it's really yeah. funny. And he was ailing for a little bit, but he's in better health now, so he's doing good and yeah. funny as ever. All right, good. Yeah. Great guy. So uh, I'm fresh out of instrumentals. Uh, I've got I've got one more. Then Matt's going to play. Uh, play something else that I gave him, and then it is going to be a play out. So, and then I'm going to sing <laughs> a couple more. <laughs> this this is without a doubt my favorite instrumental of all time. If I had to pick one, this is the one that I can listen to start to finish on album or live or anytime. And this is if if you've ever flown into the Toronto Pearson International Airport, <laughs> you know here. you know that the uh, the code for that airport is YYZ. Uh, so this is Rush YYZ. Yes. And this is Morse code for YYZ, this little text. Is it? Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> Fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and when you, they play this live, once again, you can enjoy this uh, uh, female free. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Finally. It's like an Iron John rally. <laughs> Robert Bly. Hey, lots of good drummers on this show. Bonham, hey. Keith Moon, uh-huh. this new kid, Pert. Gil Ray of Game Theory. Janet Weiss. <laughs> Bev, Bev Brubeck. Yeah, Brubeck. Jesus yeah. Christ. Come on, guys. <laughs> maybe it's the drummers that are kind of like always pushing for an instrumental. Oh, maybe you're right. It kind of does feature them more than... Yeah, you're right. This song really does capture the feeling of a long layover at an airport. I'm going to get my Cinnabon. <laughs> you can tune that down, Matt. So in the middle of the show, I thought, wow, it wasn't nice to play the Hellion without letting the people hear it go right into Electric Eye. <laughs> kind of disappointing that it went into... Oh, thank God, Miserable. you're rectifying that. Yeah, so Matt's, oh, Matt's going to play a little Hellion into Electric Eye, and then Matt will uh, play oh, a play play out song. But uh, oh, for the love th- th- you'll see how this works <laughs> okay. into Electric Eye. Get into this. I yeah. have to admit, this was kind of worth it. Yeah, it was totally worth it. That was awesome. Yeah, the Hellion's kind of like foreplay that's not good. <laughs> yeah, it did leave me. I mean, that's why I felt like it was kind of just a prelude. Yeah, but then it when just, it jams into that, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, Matt, go ahead. Uh, hey, thanks again for uh, to Gary Lucy and uh, Matt Belknap, the silent partner, and Jimmy Pardo, our executive producer, and to Never Not Funny. And um, If you like the show, tell a friend about it. Tell and a friend um, about it. Keep writing those great reviews. I love reading those. We do it for you, the kids. That's Follow right. Twitter, friend Facebook. <laughs> All that stuff. All that stuff. Try to get people to listen, and we love you. And this is a song that we Ga- love you. Gary played a few, not so long ago, a few episodes back, but it's so good. It's uh, It was right there at the birth of hip-hop. Um, this is where the you know the kids would get out on the street. Uh, I mean, sorry, get out on the, uh, the dance floor 
during the break yeah. and start break dancing. That's where <laughs> the term break dancing comes from. Mm-hmm. The break beat from Incredible Bongo Band yeah. Apache. Good call. Uh, this is a good show. This is a damn good show. Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.